Good afternoon and welcome to Milwaukee Mennonite Church. My name is Mark and I will not be leading worship today. That's <laughs> Lori, but I will be reading our first scripture, which is uh, Psalm 89, verses 1 through 8. I will sing of the Lord's great love forever. With my mouth, I will make your faithfulness known through all generations. I will declare that your love stands firm forever, that you have established your faithfulness in heaven itself. You said, I have made a covenant with my chosen one. I have sworn to David, my servant, I will establish your line forever and make your throne firm through all generations. The heavens praise your wonders, Lord, your faithfulness too, in the assembly of the holy ones. For who in the skies above can compare with the Lord? Who is like the Lord? among the heavenly beings. In the council of the holy ones, God is greatly feared. God is more awesome than all who surround him. Who is like you, God, Lord God Almighty? You, Lord, are mighty, and your faithfulness surrounds you. Thanks, Mark. Faithfulness, that's our theme for today, from Let the Children Come to Me, Steadfast Faith. Please turn to 869 for our call to worship, 869. Welcome to those here and those on Zoom. So we'll say that group one is on this side and group two is on this side and then we'll read together. Group one, we are a covenant people called to God by God generation through generation. We are a covenant people called to Jesus by Jesus, losing our life to gain our life. We are a covenant people, called to church by the church, weaving together the strong and the weak, the stranger and the friend, renamed, reborn, renewed. We gather ourselves in this community of believers. We gather ourselves unto you. Please pray with me. God of our church and of the universe, we are not shiny, finished, perfect people. We are a practicing people. In fact, we are the beautifully messy and messily beautiful practicing people who humbly try to follow you. God, we thank you for calling us just as we are to be your church. And help us to be church to each other by being your hands and your feet to others. May we have open ears and open eyes and hearts to hear your spirit with us this afternoon. Amen.
Let's turn to number 420, God of the Bible. God of the Bible, God in the gospel, hope seen in Jesus, hope yet to come. You are our center, daylight or darkness, freedoms or prison, you are our home. Fresh as the morning, sure as the sunrise, God always faithful, you do not change. Fresh as the morning,
love singing with you. So since we say that God is faithful, what are you grateful for? We'll start a prayer together, and if you want to, you can just name things out loud. You can say them in your heart. I'll repeat them. Um, if you're on Zoom, you can write it in the chat. Big or small, what are you grateful for? God, we thank you for Camp Friedenswald. Variety in plants and animal life. God, we're thankful for modern medicine. God, we are thankful that Ray is COVID-free. We thank you for gorgeous summer weather and the song we just sang. We're thankful for friends who helped move us. We're thankful for growth. God, we thank you for all these things. Amen. Number 117. And uh, we can all sing all the parts on this one. We don't need to do a leader all part. Number 117. Thanks unto you, O God of might, for your love is never ending. We give thanks unto you, the God of God, for your love is never ending. From our old you have led your people in faith, for your love is never ending. You have shown your compassion, strength, and love, for your love is never ending. You delivered the ones who called unto you, for your love is never ending. From to freedom you brought them forth for your love is never ending you have opened the sea and brought your people through for your love is never ending brought them into a land that flows with light for your love is never ending. You remembered your promise age to age. For your love is never ending. You show mercy on those of low degree. For your love. 
God's love is never ending. So we can be confident that we can confess. We can be confident that we can be our real selves to God. Let's turn to 894 for our confession. 894. O Prince of Peace, from peace that is no peace, from the grip of all that is evil, from a violent righteousness, from the paralysis of will, from lies and misnaming, from terror of truth, from hardness of heart, from trading and slaughter, from the worship of death, by the folly of your gospel, by your choosing our flesh, by your nakedness and pain, by your weeping over the city, by your refusal of the sword, by your facing of horror, by your bursting from the tomb, by your coming in judgment, by your longing for peace, Grant us peace. Amen. Number 598, More Than You Know. Let's sing this through twice. More than you know. love is with you more than you know more than you know God cares for you and more than you know more than you know God's love is in you walking with you Now when they, the elders, scribes, and chief priests, saw the boldness of Peter and John and realized that they were uneducated and ordinary men, 
they were amazed and recognized them as companions of Jesus. When they saw the man who had, cured, who had been cured standing beside them, they had nothing to say in opposition. So they ordered them to leave the council while they discussed the matter with one another. They said, what will we do with them? For it is obvious to all who live in Jerusalem that a notable sign has been done through them. We cannot deny it. But to keep it from spreading further among the people, let us warn them to speak no more to anyone in this name. So they called him and ordered them not to speak or teach at all in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John answered them, whether it is right in God's sight to listen to you rather than to God, you must judge. For we cannot keep from speaking about what we have seen and heard. After threatening them again, they let them go, finding no way to punish them because of the people. For all of them praised God for what had happened. For the man on whom this sign of healing had been performed was more than 40 years old. After they were released, they went to their friends and reported what the chief priests and the elders had said to them. When they heard it, they raised their voices together to God and said, Sovereign Lord, who made the heaven and the earth, the sea and everything in them, it is you who said by the Holy Spirit through our ancestor David, your servant, why did the Gentiles rage and the people imagine vain things? The kings of the earth took their stand and the rulers have gathered together against the Lord and against his Messiah. For in this city, in fact, both Herod and Pontius Pilate, with the Gentiles and the peoples of Israel, gathered together against your holy servant Jesus, whom you anointed, to do whatever your hand and your plan had predestined to take place. And now, Lord, look at their threats and grant to your servants to speak your word with all boldness, while you stretch out your hand to heal and signs and wonders are performed through the name of your holy servant Jesus. When they had prayed, the place in which they were gathered together was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the word of God with boldness. Now the whole group of those who believed were of one heart and soul, and no one claimed private, uh, private ownership of any possessions, but everything they owned was held in common. With great power, the apostles gave their testimony to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. There was not a needy person among them, for as many as owned lands or houses sold them and bought the proceeds of what was sold. They laid it at the apostles' feet, and it was distributed to each as any had need. Pray with me. God, your love is with us. You care for us. Your love is in us, walking with us, holding us, living with us. This is true, and yet we don't know this enough. We need a reminder of this. So come with us. Be with us now as we remember your love, and how to walk in it. Amen. Thanks to everyone who's been a part of this service so far, and um, especially Connie for writing that song, which is such a beautiful song, the one we just sang. Um, and it ties in 
perfectly with what we want to think about this morning, this afternoon rather. Um, I'm going to preach on Acts, which was just read. Um, thanks, Chris and John, for reading that. Uh, the Bible study this summer at church um, has been great. Um, we've been reading through the four Gospels um, and, and Acts as well. Um, and last week was Acts, or Luke Part 2, Luke the sequel, Holy Spirit Power. Um, and Chris said that Acts is a book that's rarely taught or rarely preached on. Um, but when I saw that the theme for this week is steadfast faith, I thought to myself, how could I not make Acts the focal uh, scripture? And I think you could argue that the entire book of Acts is just one example after example after another example of steadfast faith. People sharing the dream of God's love for the world and holding tight to that no matter what. So you just heard the story of the arrest of, uh, and trial of Peter and John after they healed uh, a man who was lame. And this is just the first of many really rough experiences that the followers of Jesus had. Many of them end much worse. Incarceration, beating, capital punishment. The people of the way face opposition, brutal opposition, and they remain steadfast. So I'm just going to point out a few things uh, from this passage. The dream of God is for the world is powerful. The leading of the Holy Spirit is powerful. Even so, the people who follow God's dream of radical love can expect opposition. This is what makes steadfast faith necessary. And when opposition or pushback happens, the people of the way find strength and power in friends, in prayer, and in the Holy Spirit. This is what makes steadfast faith possible. So first, the dream of God for the world. The dream of God for the world is powerful. Jesus' message is radical love. Love for ourselves, for our neighbors, for enemies, love that is stronger than death, love that brings about new life and changed lives. Friends, you are deeply loved. Now, go love others. This love is our hope. This dream is so powerful that uneducated and ordinary people become unstoppable. And ordinary, if you were listening to the scripture, ordinary and uneducated is what the, the religious leaders thought Peter and, and John were. Um, and yet, their response is this, when told to keep silent. Whether it is right in God's sight to listen to you rather than to God, you must judge. For we cannot keep from speaking about what we have seen and heard. 
These ordinary and unstoppable people expected opposition from both civil and religious authorities. After they return to uh, their friends, Peter and John, and tell them what happened, um, they begin to, to pray, um, and they say this, Sovereign Lord, who made the heaven and earth, the sea, and everything in them, it is you who said by the Holy Spirit, and here they quote scripture, why did the Gentiles rage and the people imagine vain things? The kings of the earth took their stand, and the rulers have gathered together against the Lord and against his Messiah. For in this city, in fact, both Herod and Pontius Pilate, with the Gentiles and the people of Israel, gathered together against your holy servant Jesus, whom you anointed. So Jesus comes with a message of love, and the opposition comes from all sides. These ordinary and unstoppable people went to their friends and prayed for steadfastness. So after they acknowledged to God, look, everyone is against us, then they found this uh, call to hope. And now, Lord, look at their threats and grant to your servants to speak your word with all boldness while you stretch out your hand to heal and signs and wonders are performed through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. So what can we learn from these examples of steadfastness? Well, first of all, you may feel pretty ordinary and that's okay. You don't need to be powerful. It's God's love, God's dream, the reign of God that is powerful. You might have noticed that in their prayer they say, grant us boldness to speak while you stretch out your hand to perform these great signs. We don't need to be powerful. It's God's love that is unstoppable. And because God's love is unstoppable, so are we. So remember that you are loved just as you are. I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Today we might say that nothing can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our president. Secondly, opposition is normal for the people of the way of Jesus. I'm a pretty conflict-averse person. I don't like getting upset and I really hate it when people get upset with me. But Radical love, loving enemies, freeing prisoners, bringing good news to the poor, these actions are guaranteed to generate pushback. So accept opposition as normal. Normalize conflict. The story of Peter and John, and actually all of Acts, <laughs> reminds me that conflict is really not about me. It's about opposition to the love of God. Now, it's true we're not out looking for trouble. We're not out to just 
cause conflict, and then say, it's God's will. In fact, we are called to live in peace with all as far as it depends on us. We're not looking for trouble. But as John Lewis has said and done, we will never shy away from good trouble. Trouble that comes to us as a result of doing good and standing for justice and peace. Lastly, steadfast faith is not something we do all by ourselves. We go to our friends. Look around. We go to our friends. We come together to sing, to pray, to encourage each other, to remain bold in speaking and living the love of God for everyone. That's why I'm here this morning, this afternoon. That's why we're here to remind each other of the love of God and the power of God and to find the courage and the strength to live lives that reflect that love. So, let's keep on being the ordinary people following the unstoppable love of God in Jesus. Ordinary, beloved people. That is what you are following the way of love. And since we're gathered here today, I wonder what words of love and works of love are in your heart and mind. What do you want to remind all of us to be steadfast in? What do you need encouragement for? We'll have a time to share with each other why we're here and what we seek steadfastness in in just a couple minutes in our responding time. But first, I want to share a little bit what, of what our sibling churches in the Central District Conference are calling us to and how they're offering encouragement. And I think we've got a map that we can pull up here to give you a little bit of a visual um, uh, look at uh, the geographic spread of the sibling churches that are Central District Conference. Yeah, here we go. Um, you'll see little dots on the, the map stretching from St. Paul in the upper left down to Sarasota, Florida in the lower right. Um, and there's different colors on these two. Is it possible to zoom in just a tad on that? Just to, and it's all right if I guess if Florida pops off for the time being. There we go, yeah. So you can see our orange dot besides Lake Michigan and there's a number around um, in Chicago. Um, these are the churches of the Central District Conference. Um, and these are the churches that also support Camp Friedenswald, which is an important place for, for many of us. Um, the Central District Conference has this to say about why they are gathered together as a group of churches. Central District is something like a family of adult sisters and brothers. We love each other and are concerned about each other. We want to help each other, but we do not feel the need to control each other. We share a common faith heritage and commitment, as well as a desire for common mission. Being together helps us strengthen those commitments to continue discovering God in significant ways and to define what it means for our walk as Jesus' disciples and Anabaptist Mennonites today. So, we're gathered together here as 
a group of God's people to remind ourselves of God's love and how to walk in that. But there's many other churches who are calling us to this as well. Um, you can look at the back of your order of worship to see a few uh, resolutions that Central District Conference has passed in the last 25 years or so. There's many more than this, but I just selected a few of these. Um, one of the first ones listed uh, from the past 25 years is the 1998 resolution deploring and grieving the presence of handguns in our society and the violence and death caused by these and calling us to support actions um, such as handgun legislation, teaching conflict mediation, and so on. Um, this is a call from 1998, and of course it's, it resonates just as strongly in 2022. The 2003 resolution affirming Atlanta Mennonite Fellowship um, at a time when Atlanta was one of the few congregations in the Mennonite Church which was affirming LBGTQ uh, membership. Um, you see a number of resolutions in response to um, conflicts that the United States was involved in, wars. And a 2014 pledge, eight years ago, to greater interracial and cross-cultural engagement. Um, and that's something that we as a church are, are um, working on um, in uh, 2022. So know that the call to being steadfast in faithfulness is something that's shared by all of these churches in the Central District Conference that walk with us at, uh, in uh, Milwaukee as well. Um, and I had a chance to be in Camp Friedenswald uh, just this weekend, um, meeting with the board of directors of Camp Friedenswald. And yeah, Noel's like, yes. Um, and there's a lot of people who are raising two fists, um, so excited about uh, the work that Camp Friedenswald is doing in sustainability, um, in uh, recognizing the presence of indigenous people, past, present, and future on the land. Um, uh, it's, it's a beautiful work uh, that's demonstrating ways to walk in love um, in, in 2022. And uh, people there uh, you know, recognize Milwaukee as a, a place that's engaged with the rest of the, the conference, and they send greetings to you. Um, so, so know that we're supported in that way as well. Uh, the last thing I'll, I'll note here is also the image that's on the back of, of the, your order of worship, Tending Transformation. Every couple of years, the Central District Conference chooses a theme to guide our journey as sibling churches, and right now that theme is Tending Transformation. Transformation means change. Uh, transformation means change in ourselves and change in our communities and our world. It means something new, which can be exciting, and uncomfortable, especially if we're the ones changing. Uh, Doug Lugabill, our conference minister, says that tending means calling attention to what needs to be done. Um, it means stretching ourselves, living in tension with a world that finds love difficult to accept. And tending also calls to mind a garden. In the image uh, here on the, the back of the order of worship is an image of hands holding a tree. Um, here, uh, uh, hiding on our uh, love 
uh, uh, piece of artwork here that we've made several years back are leaves that the children of Central District Conference drew and colored um, when they gathered a couple weeks back. And these are tangible reminders of our connection to each other and to the tree of life, the tree of love. Um, so I'm going to have these, uh, leave these leaves up here or around on the, uh, the front up here. And if you want to take one afterwards, just as a reminder that you're connected to the, the churches of Central District Conference, do that. Um, these are uh, gifts are a reminder that we're all rooted in the same tree of life, in the stream of God's love, steadfast in faith that the power of God's love is enough for us and for our world. Um, I'm going to read a few on the back of them. It either gives the name of the child or their church. This one is from Assembly Mennonite Church in Goshen, Indiana. This is Jorian from First Mennonite Church in Bluffton, Ohio. This one's from Evan Johnson, 8th Street Mennonite Church in Goshen, Indiana. This is from Silas, First Mennonite Church of Champaign-Urbana, Illinois. Um, this one's unnamed, and this is from Zamira from Columbus Mennonite Church, Columbus, Ohio. The leaves of the children call us to follow Jesus together. Everywhere Jesus goes, we will follow. Amen. Now turn to 566. Or we will follow. We'll sing this three times and feel free to use the Zulu if you want or switch, swap back and forth three, three times. We will follow Please pray with me. Faithful God, you hear our prayers before we even speak them. You care about our lives and our world and pledge to walk beside us. God, help us to know how to love. 
even when there's going to be pushback. God, keep our focus on you, that we're rooted in Jesus. God, we praise you for daily reminders of your presence with us. Summer breezes, tall, healthy trees, fruits and vegetables, hugs, music smiles. God, we praise you that when we come together, we feel your love. We can't do this alone. God, thank you for this church, Milwaukee Mennonite, Thank you for the wider circle of Central District Conference. God, you are steadfast. Your steadfast faithfulness to us is not something we can take for granted. You continue to be present in our world. So help us then be faithful to you and act with love for all that you have created. Amen. And now number 810, Go My Friends in Grace. stand to receive the benediction. Whatever wilderness the Spirit has brought you to, walk in boldness as a beloved child of God. Walk in peace under the shelter of the Most High. Walk in faith knowing that Christ walks with you. Amen. You may be seated. <clears throat> 